You are listening to Empower Me with Ari. This is Ari. Welcome to Sunday's Mana. You guys, we started Sunday's Mana last week. Um, it's still part of Empower Me, uh, my podcast that I have. I want you guys to go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't, it's available on several platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, and many more. So go ahead, look up Empower Me with Airy. I've been doing the Empower Me with Airy podcast for a few months now. We've been doing videos for a couple years now. I want you guys to really tune into what God is doing because he's doing some amazing things. I am on here. Uh, I felt God lead me to do this on Sundays as well, to come and to release a word that he has for his people. You know, if you have a ministry that you go to on Sundays, that's great. These were built for people that want more or people that may not have a ministry that they're at, but they can come in and hear a message, hear the word, so that they can stay tuned to what God is doing in their lives, you guys. So just make sure that you are... Um, Tuning in to what God is saying for you right now, because when you tune into what he's saying for you at that moment, that's when you get the release. That's when you get the breakthrough. That's when you get what it is that God have for your life. I'm super excited that you guys have decided to join me. If you're in here or if you're outside of here and you're watching this later, understand that the same effect that is released right now, the blessings, the manifestation, the healings, the miracles that are being released right now are happening for you just as if you were looking at this live. So I want you guys to know that there is no distance in God, that you know, if God will do it for the people that are in here now, he will do it for the people that are listening to this after. You guys, if there's anything that you need from God, I want you all to be able to have an open heart to receive what it is that he's doing in this time, in this hour, and in this season for your life. You know, um, the, the message that I had prepared previously that I was gonna share, of course, God loves to shift. And, and shake things and do things differently. So we're going to flow today. We're going to flow and go and see where he brings us. But as I did before, I believe it's just imperative to really usher in or to allow God to remove any type of clutter. If there's any type of clutter or anything that's on your mind that's trying to be a hindrance from you receiving what it is that God wants you to have right now, we're going to go forth and to release um, a song so that we can really tap into what God is doing, the song and a prayer, and we're just going to flow, flow, so, um, and go from there. God is amazing. He is awesome. You are in the right place at the right time. Whatever it is that you need from God, begin to be in a yielding, a yield position, a receiving position, because God is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. Yes, God. We just worship you. We worship you, Father. We thank you, Father, for your love. Hmm. We thank you, Father. But it's by your spirit, Father God, that changes and that transforms you, Father. We thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We focus on what it is that you, we focus on you, Father God. And as we focus on you, we know that what it is that you want to do through our lives and to our lives, for our lives, that it shall happen, Father. We come forth, Father, with expectancy. Yes, Father, we thank you, God. We yield our temples that you rule and reign in our times. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yes, we, we welcome you and we welcome you to do what you want to do within this day, within this time, within this hour, Father. We stand in awe 
of your goodness, God, of your, of your glory, God. You are so majestic. You are so majestic, Father God. You are so loving, Father God. You are so one of a kind, Father. We honor you today. We honor you today. We honor you today. We thank you, Father, for choosing us and for setting us aside for such of a time as this, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you, Lord God. So we are not disturbed by any circumstances that are on the outside, but we are speaking and determined to say out of our mouths in the name of Jesus that everything has to line up to what you said because your word is the final place. We lay down before you, Father. Anything, Father God, that was maybe a care because you told us to cast our fears and you to be careful. We just worship you within this time, Father God. Do what you want to do within us right now, Father God. Do what you want to do in us right now, Father God. Flow through us, Father. Flow through us. In the name of Jesus, flow, Father. Remove any isn't any Father God thing that is not of you. Remove it. We thank you for the fire, for your fire. Removing things that are not of you, Father God, that we can shine bright and look just like you, Lord. We thank you for your spirit, for the Holy Spirit that is our confidant, our lover, Father, our friend, our God, the one that redeems, the one that reminds us of what you said about us, Father. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, which is that power in this vessel, the power in this temple, Father, the one that the shape protects and move things on our behalf. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, Father. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Father God. We worship you. We honor you, Father. I just declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus that there is healing taking place. We're doing this at the beginning because we don't want anything to hold up what, what you are Speaking through your people, Father, we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you are healing, you are delivering, you are healing people from mental issues, you are healing people from those soulish issues in the name of Jesus. I declare people that soul healing taking place, Father, have your way, have your way in my life and in the people's lives, Father, that's watching this, that's going to watch this, Father God. Do something refreshing and new within us, Father. We worship you. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, God, that we can hear clear, that we can see clear, that we are speaking in alignment with your word, within your, within your perfect will, Father. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father God. We honor you. We worship you. We honor you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. There's none greater than you. Thank you for the joy, God. Hi, you did this last week, and I thank you, God, for the joy that you have poured down right now, Father, again. Thank you for the joy again, Lord God, that you constantly remind us, Father, the joy part when it comes to you, Father. Hallelujah, as a friend, see that God is releasing joy to you guys. God is releasing joy to those who need joy. He's releasing it. If you watch the Sunday manner from last week, you get the same thing. Could have been around the same time, but it's joy, reminder of joy, the refreshing rain of his joy came in, and I declare to see that it is oozing out and it's been um, transferred. His joy is being transferred into the lives of everyone that needs his joy. Yes, that is amazing. He's amazing. Thank you, Father, for what you're going to do through this 
right now. Thank you for what you're going to do through this today. You know that it's not about might, it's not about power, but it's by your spirit, Father. It is by your spirit, God. Send your spirit, God, and by your spirit that will shift things are shaken and moved and transformed, Father God, for the better. We thank you that your spirit is the power, the power force that we need to proceed and to succeed in life. We thank you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Father God, for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Yes. Thank you, God, for your goodness. We are so, so grateful for God's goodness that he has definitely chosen us for such as a, for such a time as now. God has chosen us for such a time as now. And I wanted to come forth and do these Sunday manners. They're not going to look like everybody else's thing is because this is what God has given me. And you have to be secure within yourself to understand that if God has given you anything, that if he's shown you something to do, that you have to move forward and do it. You have to understand when you move forward and do that thing, like I always say, that is when the doors that you've been praying and asking God for are going to be opened and released. So you guys, this is not to come here with a, a, a regular form of tradition, form and fashion of religiosity. No, this is to do something of intimacy, of spirituality with God. So I am just so um, happy that you guys decided to join in. And today I wanted to release this, like I said, God, switch things up again, which is okay because we have to be willing to flow with them. So um, he began to uh, share this or minister this to me. He said, it starts, it begins and it ends in him. We have to keep this in mind. You know, I was sensing that there are so many people that are out there that are searching for something. They're searching and, and they're becoming restless and they're saying, what is it? There's something that's missing and, and, and I don't know what it is. Like, what is it? What is it? You've been trying to figure things out. You've been trying to do things your way. You've been trying over and over and over and over again. But I want to come here and to let you know that it starts, you guys. It begins and ends in him. We have to understand that it's within him that that fulfillment is going to come. It's within him. It may have taken years for you to come to that revelation, but it's okay because the moment that you realize it, your whole life can change. A perspective change can shift and change your whole life in a matter of moments. So you have to, to have joy on the inside. Joy on the inside and say, I may not have known or came to this place for years, but now that I'm here, I'm going to allow God to be in me, to be the center of my life so that I know that it starts, it begins and it ends in him. Whatever it is that I'm searching for, that I need, it is in him. I declare to be the, the people who have felt like they've been moving aimlessly. They felt like that they haven't had, you know, um, any kind of direction or guidance. And they're like, where am I going? They felt like empty and kind of confused. I declare to be that you're going to, uh, when you hear these words, you're going to begin to experience a confirmation. You're going to begin to experience settling within your spirit because it's God that's speaking through you. It's God that is visiting you. It's God that's letting this, that is letting you know that he never left you, that he is with you and that you are not moving aimless. You have to 
remind yourself that your steps are ordered by the Lord. When you understand that you can have the peace that you need and you can proceed. So I speak that you will have that peace, that clarity that you need to proceed. I want to just, uh, I'm going to read this, uh, Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33, God, uh, release this to me uh, that but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. This is within the same passage that it was talking about. Don't worry. You know, it was saying, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink. And then at the, at the bottom of that passage or within that group, it says um, the scripture before that, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things shall be added to you. It says, all these things shall be added to you. This is a reminder, you guys, that again, what, what, what it is that we're going after, it starts with God. We have to allow him to be the center of everything that we do. Like I had uh, mentioned on a podcast when I was doing an interview uh, previously a few weeks ago, I was asking God, um, you know, kind of a, what does success look like? And the picture, the image that he gave me was someone kneel, kneeling on their knees in prayer. That success started with him, that it started with that conversation. It started with that intimacy. It started with yielding our beings and saying, Father, I may not know everything, but I'm going to tap into you because I know you know all things. And because of that, you can see my future. You know the strategies that I need to proceed. So I want to remind you all of this truth, I want to remind you that it starts, begins, and ends in him. We have to be willing to seek first him, seek first the kingdom, seek first him, and then all the things that we're searching for are going to be added to us, the wholeness that we need. You know, we may have gone through situations from our past, which have, may have been traumatic. They may have been testing. They may have been discouraging. And we felt like there's parts of us that are damaged. We felt like we're not that whole person again. But I want to let you know the wholeness that you're looking for. It is in him. The wholeness that you're looking for, it is in him. You tap into him, he's going to give it to you. You don't have to do 15 cartwheels, jump up and down for him to get your, you know, to get his attention. He's here. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you always. That means that at this moment, you need wholeness, you need the healing. Father, I thank you for and that you're speaking to me and that you're giving me the wholeness. You're reminding me of the wholeness that you've already created me to have. And God is going to help you remove that clutter, remove the clutter from the damage and the pain, you know, that you experience that is blinding you from already perceiving and receiving that you have the wholeness that you need. You know, the fulfillment that we need, that we may walk around with a void, like there's something void. It is in him, the peace that we need. It is in him. Peace is not coming from a lot of money. You have to understand that. You may say, okay, well, when I make, you know, six figures, I'll be, I'll have the peace that I need. You get to six figures and you're like, wait, I still feel like I need peace. It is because your peace is not in money. Money is supposed to be a servant for you. You're not supposed to be serving it. And so when you have that mindset and you understand that my peace comes from him and he will give me, he's giving me power to get wealth. He's giving me the ability to use my hands to work the job to, you know, so that the money can come in to take care of what is needed. But you have to understand that it is in him. Seek after him. He'll give you the peace that you need to succeed. The attention that you need. So many times 
people on social media. People are walking outside, you know, within their daily lives and they feel like, oh, I need attention or, you know, I feel worthless and I, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I, I'm uh, needed or that I'm, I'm worth anything. They, they feel like they have to have this attention. The attention that you need is in him. And you may be like, well, how is it all in him? I'm trying to tell you, I've experienced these things. I've tried the other way. I've tried to substitute other things for God and it didn't work. You have, you get, you get so-called satisfied, semi-satisfied for a moment. And then you're like, wait, I'm not filled anymore. And it's because God is the only one. Jesus is the only one that is, that who could fulfill or satisfy our soul forever. When we are thirsty, he'll, he'll give us a drink and we will never run dry. We will, won't have to thirst again. You guys, the direction that we need, you know, the direction that we need is not reaching out to a hundred different mentors, a hundred different people trying to get all different people's advice. Well, what should I do? Well, I need direction. I need guidance. I need this. Go on to a hundred different people, but then you don't go to him. Go to him first and he will speak to you. And if you need to get a mentor, if you need to speak to somebody that you that will give you the direction, which a lot of times we do because God works through people, but seek him first. He'll give you the fulfillment, the guidance that you need, and he'll lead you to the right person so you're not going through a hundred different people, you know, trying to figure out what to do. The remedy is in him. You guys, the hope, the validation, the assignment, the next, the relationship is in him, you guys. And, you know, I'll share this with you. You know, uh, sometimes we get to a point where we're like, um, if I have this relationship, that's when I'm going to be the most satisfied. If I have this relationship, you know, that's when I'm going to be the most fulfilled because this person's going to give me what I need. This person is going to give me all the attention. They're going to give me all the compliments. They're, they're, they're going to be with me always. They're going to do this. No, you're, you're pretty much selling yourself short and selling yourself a lie because people will let you down. It's not, I'm not saying that so that you put a wall up and say, I'm not opening up to anyone. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm releasing this to let you know that you have to look at people as people and God is God. God does work through people, but we can't put false expectations on people and make them be our God and then get upset when they don't satisfy that need or that area. We can't, put people in places where only God belongs. Because when you do that, it'll, it'll never work. It's like trying to put a square piece in a circle hole. It does not fit. You have to allow God to be in the place where he's supposed to be, which is the center of our lives, the, the first thing in our lives. And when we do that, trust and believe. God's going to give us the perspective, the wisdom that we need to have the right relationship so that we can come into the relationship whole and complete. We can come forth and be that whole person that the other person, you know, um, needs. And so that we're not so needy and relying, you know, everything we need. Oh, I need this. I need that. No, no, no. That will drive somebody crazy and it will push people away so like the the relationship that you need the first foremost relationship that you need is in him i'm telling you guys like i said i'm not speaking just from what i think i'm speaking from things that i've actually experienced and that i know i've tried to you know i've dated and said okay well i need this and this person you're not doing this for me you're not doing that for me bye and then at the end of the day thought about well hmm i felt the same way with them here and with them not here 
So that got my attention and God had to let me know I'm the one that satisfies you. I'm the one that fills you. I'm the one that will heal you. I'm the one that will allow you to be whole so that you can compliment somebody. You can compliment somebody and, and, and work with and be in unity and not buck against or resist against. You know, and that's another thing. I will share, I, I feel uh, led to share that sometimes people, they, they'll get into the relationships, get into marriages, and then there's so much ruckus, there's so much chaos, there's so much hatred, there's so much um, arguments, and there's just so much um, battles and bitterness. And, and, you, and you're like, what is this, God? Like, this it's this person that you gave me. We have to be real with ourselves. A lot of times it's not the person that he gave us, but it's, it's, it's us because we're not seeking God. We're not seeking God to allow him to work through us, to allow him to heal us, to allow him to be that wholeness that we need. So I want to encourage you guys really to let you know that you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things are going to be added. See God first. He's what you need. He is what you are looking for. He is the answer to the prayer that you have been praying. You know, he's the remedy. He is what you need, you guys. And I want to just keep reiterating this because I want you guys to get it. I don't want you to leave the same. If you came here one way, I want you to leave better than you came. It's about being better. You know, it is about um, allowing God to transform the inside of you. It's allowing God to really use you the way that he is the way that he um, desires to, because let, like I always say, you guys, when you yield and you say, yes, okay, God, I'll do it your way. I'll give you the yes. I'll seek first your kingdom and righteousness and all things are going to be added to me. When you say that, you're going to be so happy because you then begin to get beyond expectation. You get the things you've been praying for, plus you're already whole, you're filled. And it's not, I'm not, I'm not, here saying that you're going to be perfect and you're never going to have a bad day. That is not what I'm saying. Absolutely not. Cause that would be a lie, but you're going to learn how, if you do have a bad day to get your mind back in order, to renew your mind, to, to bring back the right perspective so that you can constantly keep your eyes on the one who gives you peace. You know, our mind, if our minds are stayed up on him, he will give perfect peace to us whose minds are stayed up on him because we trust him. You know, and so we have to understand that God wants the best for us. He has the best for us, but it starts with putting him first. It starts with keeping him at the center of everything we do. Then everything is going to, to really bless you. It really is. Everything will become a blessing to your life instead of a stress or a curse, you guys. And so um, I just wanted to release this and let you know that um, that the breakthrough that you're looking for, it is in him. It truly is in him. The breakthrough that you are looking for, it is in him. I sense that some people have really been drained because you've really been, you really have been trying to make certain things work and they haven't turned out the way that you expected them to. You've been saying, okay, if I do it this way, if I tweak this and I do, 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 if I do, if I do, if I do, we have to surrender the I do's and say, you'll let him do. I do let him do. Let God do it. Let God do what you can't do. When you allow God to do what you can't do, then you'll begin to receive everything that he has for you, you guys. I want you guys to experience the level of serenity and peace that is within him, you guys. Like I said, the success that we're, des we're desiring, the success that we're looking for starts in him. And I want to share this with you. I want to speak that God is allowing you to experience another level of love within him.
another level of love within him. But in order to allow somebody to love you or to experience, you have to yield to it. You have to say, okay, God, I'm right here. And he's already here. You say, okay, God, I'm, I'm right here. I, I give you a yes. You give God the yes and say, you know, go ahead, shed your light on me, shed your love on me. You're going to experience God's love on a new level. You guys, you really are. You're going to be able to still uh, experience his love on a new level. And I'm going to release this, um, this word that I felt God was saying about his love. He said, I'm realigning you back to my love. My love liberates. <laughs> it heals. It's set free. What you've been looking for is within me. The tears you've cried, the pain you felt, I'm bringing, he says, the pain you felt, I'm bringing in and filling you up with my love that will heal every wound. My peace, he said, your peace is with me. Your joy is, is within me. Your blessings is within me. Stay and abide in my love and you will never lack again. My God, if you stay and abide in God's love, you'll never lack love again, you guys. There is no good thing. He said, there is no good thing that I will hold from you because I love you. You guys, it is about the love factor. It really is. It is about the love factor. And God is not a God that just wants to control you and wants to say, you know, do it my way or the highway. That's not what he's saying. He wants you, he's giving us free will. He wants us to say, God, I want to do it your way. And when we understand that doing it God's way is not going to um, make us miss anything, God's not trying to make us miss anything. He's not hiding something saying, well, you know, their way is better. So I, I you know, come this way. No, he's not trying to trick you or deceive you. That's not even his nature. But it, the love that he has for you is because the love that he has for you wants you to seek, seek him first so that he can give the best to you. You have to understand God loves us so much, you guys. Just that fact alone heals. I personally was saved by love. And somebody said, well, how are you saved by love? First and foremost, the Bible says, for God to love and love, love the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's John 3, 16. So for God so loved that he gave. He loved and gave so love saved us. Love saved me. It really saved me because God sent Jesus on my behalf. He sent Jesus on your behalf to, to, to make us free, to liberate us, to let us know that even though you've been through this, I'm going to turn the thing that the enemy meant for that around for your good. It's the turnaround time. It's turnaround season. It, it may have looked dark, but God is turning things around for your good. And you know why he's doing it? Because he loves you. Get the love factor in your heart, within your mind, within your soul. Get the love factor within you and don't let it go, you guys. Get the love factor. Love is going to save you as well. Like I said, it saved me. It saved me. I was very angry and bitter and, you know, had resentment and fearful because of, you know, the things that happened to me when I was younger, you know, and it wasn't my fault that those things happened to me, but the result of it made me bitter and angry because I hid it. You know, I hid those things. And, and I had to realize, my God, that stuff happened to me, but God, you didn't do that to me. 
And, you know, you were with me. And the reason I know or the way I know that he was with me is because I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still in my right mind going through those type of things as a young child and still making it out and, and, and being, you know, standing solid on his word. It is evident. It's the evidence that God never leaves us. He never leaves us. And even when we go through crazy things, he never leaves us. And he never leaves us because he loves us. You guys get the love factor in your heart. Get the love factor in your soul. Get the love factor in your spirit. God wants to do the new thing. And this goes back to last week's message. But when you realize the love factor that God has for you, you allow him to do new things in your life without hesitation, reservation, or fear. Because you'll say, listen, I know that you have the best for me. I know that you love me. So I'm going to allow you to do what you need to do in my life simply because you love me. Because you love me. So you guys really grab a hold of, grab a hold of this thing. Because his love will change things, guys. His love will change things. Like I said, God is not trying to get something from you to make you suffer. He's not a God that causes you to suffer and to be in torment and to be in anxiety. It's not him. It's not him. Get that religious stuff out of your head if that was told to you before. God wants the best for us, has the best for us. And he does all these things. It's not based off of our merits or based off of what we do. It's based off of his love for us. Seriously, he loved us while we were yet in sin. He loved us when we didn't even love him back. When we were like, you know, when we were pushing him away, when we were like, listen, just give me this, pray for something, got it, and said, I promise, and then turned our back on him and did away, you know, misused, wasn't a good steward of what he gave us. God still loves us. It, it he loved us even when we turned our back on him. And that reminds me of the prodigal son in the Bible when it talks about the prodigal son. And um, I want you guys, I'm going to just briefly, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to go through that. I just felt led to go through that because I feel like there's some people that are watching this or that are going to watch this that think because of them feeling like they turned their back on God that he doesn't love you. You feel like I've done so much. Like, I've done too much, and he don't love me. You feel like that, but I want to let you know that that's a lie, because God loves you no matter what. The prodigal son that the Bible talks about in Luke chapter 15, verses 1132. Let me turn to there, and um, I'll just, I'm going to read what God wants me to read. But it talks about, um, it says, then he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. Give me the portion of goods that you have for me. I want mine. And he said, so his father divided him. He divided him and he gave it to him. He gave him his inheritance. He gave his inheritance, even though it wasn't time. He gave him his inheritance while he was alive. And then it, it talks about, and not many days after the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country there and wasted his possessions. He wasted his possessions, you guys. It says that what his father gave him, he wasted it. He wasted it. And then um, it says, but then when he had spent it all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. You guys, listen to this. When we're connected to God, we don't have to be in want. But when we turn and do things our own way, that's when we realize, that's when we realize wait, there's something lacking. 
there's something missing. There's something that I need. There's, I want. So we have to understand like the prodigal son, he didn't have to be in want, but he wanted his inheritance right away. His father said, here you go. He squandered it, used it on, Bible talks about using it on whatever harlots and, and whatever he wanted to use it on. And he had nothing. And I'm, I'm just paraphrasing this. He had nothing. But I want you guys to, to hear this part. So he did that. And it says that um, then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. This is He joined a citizen of the country where he squandered, squandered his goods on. And it says, and he sent him and to feed the feed. Um, he sent him into his field to feed swine. Listen, this son had everything that he needed in his father's house. He had everything that he needed within his father's house. But when he left and he squandered everything, he was in want. And because he was in want, he, had, he took a job feeding swine, feeding pigs, when he had things good. And then it says... Um, and then I want to come to this part. It says, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the paws that the swine ate and no one gave him anything. He was eating food of swine. He had got to a low, low place. He left. He was good. He left his father's house. He got, you know, party, did whatever he wanted to do. He didn't have anything left, you know, um, working with swine and then eating the swine food. And then this is what I want you guys to, to listen to. Chapter 17, it says, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's higher servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Listen, I want to stop right here because I believe that there are many of you that are going to come to yourself. It takes a coming to yourself to say, listen, I've turned away God from your love. and." I know that you have the best of me. I wanted to do things my way. And when things are not working out, you have to come to yourself and say, I'm, I'm choosing to turn around because I know that there's better with the Father's love. I know there's better within my Father's house. And I believe God is going to honor your request, those who are feeling like and are coming to yourself right now because you know that there's better. God is going to give you that better because you're opening yourself up for his love. You're opening yourself up for God to do it his way in your life. You're opening yourself up. And so I'm going to, to go down. So the prodigal son, he came to himself and then he journeyed himself back to his father's house. Listen how his father respond, respond, responded. And then uh, it says that his father responded, it says, and he arose and came to his father. And he says, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him, kissed him. He told his father, I'm not worthy. Like I, I left and his father, he didn't listen to that. He said, his father told, the, the, his father told his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him, bring a ring put it on his hand and sandals on his feet, bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. God wants to bring, to put a robe on you. He wants to put a ring on you. He wants to give you the best that he has, but it comes with saying, I'm coming to myself. I'm turning from trying to do everything by myself on my own, doing it all my way. And God, I'm gonna allow your love to come in to transform me, to translate, to do whatever you need to do in my life. It comes with that. And when we come to that place, 
God's already there. It said he's seen him from afar off. He didn't even have to come super close because he, a father knows his son. Miles aware, what if that looks like, that's my son. He knows his son. He knows you, no matter what you've done. God is ready to say, I'm welcoming you back in. I'm welcoming you back in. My love is strong enough. His love never leaves us when we do things that are, you know, a little shameful in our eyes, that we're embarrassed about. His love never leaves us. So I want to speak that this is your time to experience God's love on a greater level. This is your time to begin to realize that if you seek him first and his righteousness, then all things are going to be added because it starts, begins, and ends with him, you guys. I wanted to get on here to release this message of compassion, of love, you know, of peace, of serenity to you because this is the time for fulfillment. This is a time for you to be fulfilled. And like I said, the thing, the one that fulfills you, is him. It's in him, you guys. I'm not just saying this, but this, I've lived this life and I've come to realize that it is in him. So I released this message. I pray that this message blessed you. I know there was something in there that God spoke through you about, and I'm super excited that you decided to join us. I'm super excited that you decided to listen back to it because I know that God wants to do some amazing, great, and wonderful things for you, and his love is here for you. You just have to allow him to give it to you, okay? So yield to what God wants to do for your life, you guys, okay? This is your time for great release. This is your time to be encouraged, not discouraged, and I just declare and decree that like I said, God's love will overflow in your life. You haven't seen your best days yet, okay? So I encourage you guys, get the healing that you need. 2019, I declare and decree, is still your year for God to do some amazing things. Meet me here at the same place, same time next week, you guys. And remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you guys.